Welcome everyone to the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast by Fantastic Geek, your official, unofficial voice of the Marvel Cinematic Community. My name is Matt, and joining me as always is Pete. Hello, Pete. Happy Season 5. Hello, Matt. Hello, everybody. Here today to bring you a preview of Season 5 of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. We made it. The date is almost upon us. You may have even seen what we saw at New York Comic Con at this point. So glad that uh, they wisely shared those 17 minutes with everyone on the YouTubes and I'm sure the abc.goes.com, etc. Uh, the footage is out there. I mean, maybe not, you know, actual footage of the footage before it was put on YouTube, but people know what's what. If you're a rabid fan and you wanted to read what was shared at New York Comic Con, you know what's what. If you didn't, there's no uh, there's no pressure on you to see it before the broadcast on Friday. It's all good. It's all in celebration of the show and its triumphant two-hour season five premiere. Pete, it's a great time. Here it is. It's like it's like Shield Eve almost. All is possible. <laughs> it's Shield Eve Eve as we record. Uh, and and we will drop this episode later today. But yeah, um, we've had this. This is the longest break we have ever had for an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season. They've all come back in September. So there's, I think, a little bit more pent up excitement. I think that we'll be in the month of December and the holidays are right around the corner. And we've we've got a, a loyal fan base that has stuck with this show for five seasons now. We got this fifth season. I think if you're watching, you need to watch, you need to go in and act like it's the last. It may not be the last. We don't want it to be the last, but you need to treat it that way in terms of your viewership and pull somebody else in. Get somebody else on the other four seasons on Netflix. Get them caught up on the holidays and and get them, uh, you know, watching this show. Watch it live. Watch it again. Watch it with some other people. Tweet about it. Live tweet during it. Um, let people know you are a fan of this show. That is what equates to attention when it comes to ratings and the other ancillary things that go along with them in 2017, 18, uh, broadcast in particular, uh, television. Given is how those Hollywood, uh, those Hollywood press people have reported that there were absolutely people in ABC calling for this show to be canceled. And it took pressure from higher up, I believe I'm saying I'm quoting this correctly uh, that took people from higher up the the food chain at Disney to say, no, 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 this show should be coming back. Um, You have to think then that the tweets, the, the, you know, all the fuss made over this show, whether it's while watching live, whether it's, uh, you know, we little podcasts like this, some of the fantastic fan art that gets shared online, all of those things must've helped, just push a tiny bit enough to get enough people in the corner to say, you know what, low rated in the most challenging slot that ABC has. You know what, let's put it on Friday where the pressure is a little bit less. Let's uh, put it on a little bit earlier where the eyes can be more. And uh, Pete, right now everything is possible when next, well, I shouldn't say when next we talk Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That of course will be episode 501 and 502. But uh, next week when we talk Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., well, no ratings. Hopefully they're they're higher from what they were. Uh, obviously lower would be definitely bad news. But we have this season. We have these 22 episodes. And Pete, we have hope. We do. And 
again, we've been so lucky. They just wrapped their 100th episode They via social media the other day with the cake and the speeches and, and all of that. We need to understand that this is gravy. That getting to 100, uh, it's, it's not the, uh, the round number anymore because they've made syndication long before this. But to get 100 episodes out of a show in today's landscape, that's a really big deal. And, and that's because of you. That's because of the people who are listening to this right now and tweet about this and uh, watch the show and tweet about the show and everything else. So pat yourself on the back for a second. Uh, be knowledgeable in that you help to make this happen and understand that you can help this to continue now the tv landscape is a little more uh shall we say treacherous after inhumans and there's some some things to fix the the ratings need to be there the relationship's not great but good ratings tend to patch that stuff up quite nicely you mentioned the tv landscape i'll just point out Disney is working on its own online uh, provider service akin to Netflix, akin to Hulu, akin to uh, CBS All Access. I just mention that because in my mind, there are scenarios where maybe S.H.I.E.L.D. is no longer a good fit on ABC, you know, a S.H.I.E.L.D. season six, but S.H.I.E.L.D. on, you know, Disney, Disflix, whatever it's going to be, maybe it goes there. Maybe it goes away for... 10 months and then comes back once that's up and running in 2019, which when they announced it, it sounded like a long time away. Pete, by the time this season of uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is done with, it'll be May 2018. If they say coming back in 2019 on Disflix uh, will be, you know, whether it's 22 episodes, 10, 5, a movie, whatever it is, comes more S.H.I.E.L.D., I am much more likely to sign up for that thing and pay some, pay some hard-earned money. We want it to happen. We want this show to continue. But again, I, I think realism is, is part of that conversation. You can count on, you know, two hands the number of shows that have left one network and gone on to another streaming network and and for some amount of time. Um, you know, Longmire is, is one that pops to mind, Arrested Development. And, and even then, they are super special cases. Okay. Matt, when was season four of, of when was the really critically kind of bankrupt season four of Arrested Development? 2013? Um, something like that. Uh, okay. All right, and they're, they're filming oh, yeah. the fifth season now, but that's a super special case. And again, it's not as if S.H.I.E.L.D.'s not a super special case, okay? But there was a report in the Wall Street Journal in particular referring to what you're talking about with, um, you know, Disney's streaming arm that they're creating that, you know, Pete Editorial is probably a hedge uh, towards some kind of acquisition uh, polite or hostile of Netflix. Just strap that on for a second. If you, uh, want that Disney might buy Netflix and what that could do. But, um, so all of the existing deals remain the same under this plan of Disney's to create its own streaming arm. Um, 
but that means no new things for Netflix, no new things for any of the non ABC Disney aligned ABC has a piece of Hulu ABC owns, um, free form. Um, so ABC, yes, but again, the, the over the air stuff is the wild card. Um, and this is now two disappointments in two separate years. We went to the most wanted pilot that did not get picked up. Um, and we can even add a third year. We had Agent Carter canceled. We had the, the most wanted pilot not get picked up. And then we had the Inhumans debacle. Yet Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has continued to thrive and, and succeed creatively um, and held off the, the ratings uh, bear uh, quite a bit, Matt. It's going to be a new threshold on Friday. You know, the, the Inhumans numbers will be their base. They, they had better have better numbers than that. And even then, though, there's an argument that could be made that those are sustainable numbers given the night that it's on. Yeah, I mean, the math says it's a lower, not a higher, a lower bar on Friday nights. Therefore, to be considered a success, you don't need to get as many views. So if they pull the same number of live viewers um, in this time slot as they did Tuesdays at 10 last season, that is more valuable. That is not equal. So I think that's that's a scenario to look forward to. Given the insane uh, Live Plus 3 and Live Plus 7 numbers, people watching on DVR and on demand, they know that this audience is bigger than Tuesday nights at 10. So here's the opportunity to show up and, uh, and to view live, and we'll see what the ratings do. Um, I, I also think narratively, narratively that agents of hydra story i think that must have been a huge huge factor in the show getting picked up as well not only did the audience uh respond well to it but i mean here we are not pete not to, not to bring politics into it but here we are a year later how many shows dealt with some of those issues post-election or 2017 issues wherever you want to hedge it very, very few shows actually went for it to have that discussion. Yeah, Shield on on its way out the door, close to cancellation, barely staying above the ratings that would that would stave off death. It just simply went for it, and it, it, it it's never been better. And I think that boldness, you know, it it hit it it hit with it resonated with people. It's brought people who were not watching the show prior to that uh, back or in in the first place. And now you look at a casting like uh, Dove Cameron uh, being announced this week, who's going to have a role uh, alongside Clark Gregg uh, continue to reach for that, you know, younger fan base, but you hit it, Matt, you got to watch this live. So if you got things going on on Friday night and you want your shield to continue, you're going to have to square one and not the other. Bottom line, too, is I think to bring it back to the, the narrative arc of the show, the notion of agents in space. I mean, seasons ago would have been so ridiculous in part uh -huh. because there's no need for shield in space. Shield is, you know, the strategic homeland group. Um, 
but but I feel like what we saw last season, even though I wasn't crazy about the Ghost Rider arc, I think that was the weakest of the three. Um, uh, despite Gabriel Luna just being wonderful in the role, and I like the inclusion of old school Ghost Rider who passed it along to his Ghost right. Rider and all that. Right. It, it, it was fun. It just wasn't it, to me. It was not a Grand Slam home run. In part because Shield plus magic didn't quite work. Shield plus technology, yes. Shield plus lost and you don't know how to get back i mean shield sci-fi that's where the show has been its strongest sci-fi plus spy intrigue well gee whiz pete they're in space there's your sci-fi spy intrigue and how about intrigue intrigue where are they how how did they get back who's the mysterious man who if you didn't see those first 17 minutes cover your ears (laughs) who wears a human suit and i don't mean you know Giorgio armani right um what's his deal aliens you know everything that's going on and we were teased at new york comic-con that we were going to be told the subtitle for this first batch of episodes or even for the season as a whole if they're going to commit to it for you know a non-pod and and go for it all year jeff Loeb said that specifically and then we never got it and they've since never done it So you have to imagine that by the end of that first episode, if not changing the title card to to have it when it airs, which I doubt they'll do by the end of that episode where they show the preview that Matt doesn't watch same way he hasn't watched the Avengers Infinity War trailer because he's afraid of seeing Spider-Man because he's never seen Spider-Man in a suit before. (laughs) <laughs> or some some purple bad guy who's not wearing a helmet who looks like Bruce Willis. Um, that considered, we're going to know what it is. You know, do they just keep it agents in space? Is it sword? Is it alien sword? Is it infinity agents? Like dropping that trailer today was to get out of the cycle because if you look closely, and Thor, spoiler, if you haven't seen it, turn away. Thor's wearing the eye patch in footage that was seen at San Diego Comic-Con and then leaked on the internet where he has both eyes. So they specifically waited to drop that until, all right, most of our audience has now seen it. Okay, sorry, if you haven't seen Thor, he gets his eye poked out. So they've changed that. You know, it it would not be a stretch, Matt, given that this is the mothership, the flagship, the the show that picked up with the pieces of the heroes of the Battle of New York and superheroes in our world all the way back with Deathlock in that first season. Matt, how long ago did that feel? Oh, man. For them to get the What's that? I was going to say that feels like that feels like an age ago, all that stuff. For them to get the baton as a courtesy, like, hey, here's what's going to happen in Infinity War. You guys have fun in in space and, you know, write it like you're going to write it. And if it's the end, it's the end, man. You know, we've we've had a wonderful ride with this show. Could you have predicted there would have been 100 episodes? Ask yourself that. okay? in today's shifting TV landscape and that this would birth a Marvel TV universe that now has 204 episodes 
of TV available. It's insane. And, and as you said, it's all back to the mothership. And you sense that from Jeff Loeb, who, um, who always is so conversant and so fluent as to what's going on for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And you, you really get a sense that he has uh, maybe not a hand on the rudder, but he, he's involved in this show more than, oh, man, IMAX just, made a, just threw some money our way. Okay, let's do a thing. Let's get her done. Eight episodes. 10 episodes, whatever in humans, in humans was eight episodes, right? It just felt like 10. Um, it, it felt like 45. <laughs> aren't, aren't we still enduring it? We may be. In, in some I, sort of... I think in some alternate universe, we're, we're, we're still going through it. So he, he truly genuinely seems to have that extra care and all of that has to add up. The, the fact that, you know, we heard, uh, we heard, verbatim from some new york comic-con people this past summer when we uh when we were able to get together with them that uh they had discussed with marvel in the past trying to do uh to do new york comic-con stuff in a, in the larger venue of madison square gardens theater uh and how marvel was reluctant well let's see pete i mean obviously the punisher panel removed for for exterior reasons uh that had been scheduled for madison square garden but Runaways was not what was Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to a packed house and, and a very energetic audience. Um, it's it, it, it's because of the people who support this show on the fan side, on the production side. And it, it really, it really, really is something special. We're at a very special point for the show. And I think people are prepared for this, this season to be what this season is going to be, even if yeah. it is the last season. Yeah, it, they, they've earned it. For certain, the creative risks that hit last year, I mean, they could have swung and missed, um, but each pod got better than the other. And and that last one for my money, that was an ultimate love letter. Like they could have gone out on that and it would have been fine. But now you're in overtime. And again, I'm not trying to be negative or or, you know, be a Debbie Downer here, but I, I think you have to view this as gravy and, and what you get here, embrace it, sop it up with a biscuit, enjoy it. Um, we get more, we get more, but five seasons in today's TV, a hundred episodes, you are always going to be able to hang your hat on this. Five seasons and also uh, how many arcs in there? You know, there's My the first goodness. half of season one, then there's the Hydra takeover and on and on and on where that's why it feels so long ago with other shows you say oh another day at cheers bar i mean that's a great show but another day at the bar with this it's like oh man when was when was this one in it when was oh powers booth who we lost you know when was he in it and you realize this season stuff was, three <laughs> yeah i mean it just it, it it flies along continual reinvention and i think if there's anything that could keep this show alive Okay, and perish the thought, Matt. You know, it is a Whedon show and everything, but you know, we've never lost a regular other than Brett Dalton. Uh, you know, everybody else is is still there. And could you hand the show over to the younger cast to continue and to further age into? You know, I, I think one of the storylines that you know is very clearly being hinted at is. Are we going to get Daisy Johnson, director of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Is is that a logical um, 
destination, not for the end of the series, but, you know, for the series. And then if it happens to end, it ends. But there's that symmetry there of her being without the organization and then within as its face, as its leader, as an inhuman, everything there. And the wonderful symbolism as a woman, okay, as a minority woman, um, the wonderful symbolism that that creates over these seasons. To me, that's more an end point for the series, but that's that's uh, a personal preference, I suppose. Um, I think that Brett Dalton's exit, uh, you know, obviously, you know, we, we didn't like Ward, but Brett Dalton's exit, I think, is something that was a narrative necessity mm-hmm. to have him be the bad guy on the inside, which was a fantastic twist. And back. even then, even then, Matt, look how many of these seasons... Look how many episodes he was ultimately in. So even then, and we've we've done this before. How many incarnations of the character he played? Okay, there was uh, he's on our side, Ward. There was he's Hydra Ward. There was Hive. There was Framework Ward. There could be a, a case made for another character in there. He is ostensibly played four different versions of the character over four seasons, even though he was killed off. So, you know, (laughs) and that's the nature. He was killed off three times. Right. Okay. And that's the nature of, of that show, uh, of this show and, and what it can be. You know, we have Daisy, we have Fitzsimmons created just for this show. Okay. Coulson coming from the movies. And now that, you know, Avengers three and four and, and the whole big thing there, you know, it's going to be weird if he doesn't show up. Uh, it's going to be weird if reference isn't made. Can you imagine Matt, what shield could be doing as people are preparing to walk into a theater May 4th, 2018. Well, let's talk predictions here then a little bit. Here's my prediction though there is the warming between the film end and the TV end, I think the Kevin Feige who has had unparalleled success, uh, I think that the, the closeness isn't, you know, quite what we would want it to be. Side note, check out on the Vanity Fair website. There's a great write up about Kevin Feige and the MCU mm-hmm. and how there was a day, uh, last month when it, the 84, actors from the marvel cinematic universe all were in a uh, a soundstage in atlanta doing a marvel photo shoot then a vanity fair photo shoot all in makeup all in costume yep. and, you, and you start to read this list and you go i forgot i forgot they were in it i forgot they were yep. in it. and it's just on and on and on but anyhow all of this success that kevin feige has had he's under no compulsion to uh to bring the TV back, the TV end uh, under the same roof, that kind of thing. I think that we are going to spend the entire season or most of the season in space, and it'll, it'll only be after Infinity War has concluded that's when they're going to return to Earth, however it has been changed. I know that's a long, long stretch to do that, and I know that they had great success with these little pods that were much more compact, but I think we ain't coming back until after the aftermath. If there is an opportunity to do that, to take an even bigger swing than they did last year with that framework agents of Hydra pod, then this is it. And 
I think stars align for that reason. And I think that they're coming off of Inhumans, something already set in space, that they've got the big movie coming out in uh, May, that they've got a movie in between in February. And you look at the weeks, Matt, you know, geez, we've done the, the count with the calendar unless they double up much more often than uh, this first episode that's going to run from 8 to 10 on Friday. They really don't have many breaks scheduled in. And then you're considering the uh, the break for the holidays. You know, TV shows typically go on a hiatus, um, you know, about the second week in December. And you don't see them, you know, till the very earliest in early January. So there is precious little space for them to play with. And then when you're you're in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and you're kind of you know, teetering between these big tentpole films that they're able to play around with. And they have the guy from one of the movies who was key in uniting the Avengers. I just think it's, it's too perfect of an opportunity. I do think they'll, they'll get back to earth a little sooner, but I think the events of, um, Avengers are clearly going to leave a mark on the entire universe so of course they will be felt by our team will this be the end for the team will it go forward i'm i'm sad to say but it's it's bittersweet i i feel very happy about it this will be the last season of agents of shield go into it with that mindset and anything you get after that you will definitely be satisfied well, Pete, mine eyes so pure, so lacking of spoilers. I have not seen the Infinity War trailer. But you I understand. know it's called Infinity War, so I. This yeah. is this is an absolute farce, people. We need to call Matt Lafferty out on this. the The spoiler free thing is a complete act. Um, it's fake news. Pete, I have not seen the Infinity War trailer. I saw a GIF where I understand some people that have been in other Marvel movies or running towards the camera. Uh, I have not seen the in latest. Wakanda? I have not seen the latest uh, Force Awakens trailer. I have not seen any Force heard Awakens it. TV spots. You've been in a theater where you heard it. I've heard it. And I will, I, I willfully, <laughs> I willfully just like paid attention to other things so that the sounds would not stick with me. I understand that there's some Star Wars music in it. That's it. Um, but, through all this, Pete, I know one thing to bring it back to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Nick Blood back, and that is awesome news because we yeah. love him. And, uh, and you know, if Marvel's Most Wanted wasn't a thing, would, would, would uh, Nick Blood and Adrian Plucky still be on the show? Probably. Um, uh, I, I mean, th that's a tough one to call, and and the next job is so often. Um, you know, dependent on the last job ending or, you know, something, some other opportunity coming up. But yeah, that I think they flew too close to the sun with that other pilot. Um, we've not seen it. It's, it's, it's not around. It's very difficult to get any kind of details on it past Delroy Lindo's inclusion, but they filmed it. They were unhappy with it and it was a pass wasn't even considered anywhere else because of the relationship ABC and Disney and um, Marvel. But 
you know, yeah, you get Nick Blood back. Matt, the way that things have worked out with Adrian Palicki and the Orville being renewed, there is a scenario where she could appear on this show and because they will be between filming seasons, she could be available. I believe the standard contract is that you, uh, the standard series regular contract allows you for one guest star role while covered under the, uh, uh, under your series regular contract. Um, if but it's just, if, if we get her between seasons, she might still, I think that they tend to, and, and who knows? I certainly don't know Adrian Palicki's contract status in particular, uh, contract. I will say, I believe normally you sign a multi-year contract, five to seven seasons, maybe five seasons. Normally, if the show is a hit, with all the cast members, after, after that first season, all the cast members, they, they start to talk about how they all might have the flu, and then there's a renegotiation that, is part of the the Hollywood inside baseball stuff, but I'm pretty sure until that show is hereby canceled and you get the notification of cancellation, I think you're under contract still. That yeah. said, is Seth MacFarlane cool enough to be like, "Hey, we're gonna be we're gonna have downtime for twelve weeks. We we will be more than happy to give you an exception. You want to do a three episode run? Yes, I, I guess that's an option too." If there is a project she could be working with that would allow for that, it's definitely the Orville. Um, I'm almost current. Matt is nowhere near current. <laughs> um, it, it's been a great project for her. Uh, and, you know, if, if you're a fan of the character, you have to be a fan of the performers and her getting a a plum spot as opposed to a supporting spot on shield it's it's a bigger payday for her it's more opportunities and to be the co-lead of that show um and to really stretch out comedically where she's not able to do as much of that when she was on uh agents of shield is a good thing but you know i look at the the huge guest spots that the orville has had i mean Liam Neeson and Charlize Theron and Rob Lowe have all been guest stars in this in in the first eight episodes that nine episodes that I've seen. Um, they're very flexible, and that they would potentially allow Palicki to come back. I mean, we got to get something on on Mockingbird. There's, there's got to be, you know some kind of follow up there. And again, that would be a, a love letter the same way the, the, the trip uh, reemergence in the framework just made people so happy to, to follow up on that. Um, but we have characters, Matt, that we've known for a very long time that, you know, we need to see continued development and resolution out of what do you look forward to? What kind of predictions can you make for our regular cast. I feel like their current predicament and what we've seen of it, it's difficult to make predictions just simply because they're so completely out of their element and the show has reset so greatly. We know that S.H.I.E.L.D. headquarters on Earth are, are beyond ruin. I mean, that said, it could be one month later and it's all fixed, but it just really seems like they are committing to wholly reinventing the show while still leaving open the possibility of returning to earth and, and familiar faces and things of that sort. Um, 
indeed, speaking of familiar faces, knowing that Nick Blood is back, to me, that's the one area where you say, once we quickly understand what's going on, let's say by the end of the first episode, you know, and, and we know that he's going to reach it eventually, is it that the aliens scoop up more friends is it that they that they end up going back to earth and now they're most wanted too and their marvel's most wanted buddy is going to come in and help them live off the grid right. you know it's i mean to me that's the best guess i can give and yeah. this is with having seen those 17 minutes a month and a half ago i still am not sure where the season is headed you know to get natalia cordova buckley who's just struck out you know really big in um, Coco as the voice of uh, Frida Kahlo to to get her on a regular things are really popping for her now after the the Emmy last year for the the digital series um, slingshot and and everything there so you, you bring her fully in as a regular um, Henry Simmons has been a regular for more than a year now we have our regular cast. I guess Matt tops for me. You know, we've we've got to resolve the the Phil Coulson uh, Melinda May relationship. Uh, we know of their feelings for one another. Uh, Andrew, the spiky and human, is dead and out of the way. Uh, the cellist is back at Earth, uh, probably never to really get a visit from Coulson again. We we got to have the 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 happy, uh, shall I say, consummation with uh, Coulson and uh, May. It does seem that that's where they're headed to a bit. And I think uh, to whatever degree they sense that that season five may be it, it is time to start to pay off some of that. Usually if you're going to have if you're gonna have the sizzle in the air, you don't need to resolve it too quickly. You know what, Pete? After 88, 88 episodes, we can start to have, you know, have a little less sizzle and a little bit more smooch there. What about Fitz and Simmons? We've had that ship finally dock. Uh, will they ever be together and happy? Well, I saw some stuff online that, you know, that, uh, oh, he's not in some episodes because he's doing a movie. He's abandoned us. He's this, he's that. What? If the show, if that's true, I mean, if you've seen the first 17 minutes, you may have an idea, at least from those 17 minutes, who hasn't made it to space. But... If the show wanted to release him or, you know, give dispensation to his contract, which is something he is under and required to be there for the episodes they want him to be there for, um, if they're going to give him a little out and they're cool with it and he's cool with it, then I'm cool with it. Uh, you know, you, uh, that, that's like saying, let's cancel the Orville and all those electricians and carpenters and sound people. They should all, you know, uh, get unemployment because I need Adrian Plicky back on S.H.I.E.L.D. No, like moving forward if he's not in a couple episodes because that's how they wrote it okay it would if they wrote it and then he said hey uh since you're not going to need me for a month can i go do such and such oh sure we'd be happy to help you out or if it's vice versa as you said pete before it's all gravy so when it comes to fitzsimmons they are historically kept apart by all sorts of forces if the force this time happened to be the forces of mystery man who took some of them to space and left some of the rest of them to be in a movie for a little while that's okay too <laughs> or do we think that they're gonna hold hand in hand on mysterious space station or whatever and then nine months later there's fitzsimmons the baby like come on 
Pete, what about some of these new faces, whether it's Dove Cameron or some of the some of the other people that we saw on the spaceship? Uh, I feel like rarely have we gone wrong, whether it's new cast members, new recurring guest stars, whatever. Normally they do a bang up job. What do you think of some of the new faces? I think it's it's the right mix to go with. We don't know much about the mystery man, but clearly his influence is going to be large. Um, and, you know, that they're announcing Dove Cameron now having filmed. Um, I mean, they're they're, filming, half, they're, yeah. they're they're 12th episode. Yeah. Um, and uh, Clark Gregg has made his directorial debut. I believe his is episode six. Um, which would be in line with where they were with filming when we saw them in New York Comic Con. He was making his directorial um, debut or, or had just made it on, on S.H.I.E.L.D. This is a man who's directed independent films and written them as well. So, um, yeah, it, again, the, the thing I keep coming back to is, is stars aligning here. So, all right, we're going to bring in the this actress who's who's done some Disney stuff and and has a uh, a young following and wisdom although there's been some hints dropped and she's going to be working with Colson and Colson uh, doesn't look like he's shaved in a little bit so whatever's gonna take place in space Matt um, it it does not seem like it may resolve quickly don't know if it's gonna take place the entire season there well, Colson and his team reuniting. We, of course, have our team on Patreon.com slash Fantastic Geek. So glad to be with all of you as we receive your support as we head into this fifth season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes, everybody who contributes gets exclusive podcast content. And then there's all sorts of levels. So if you want the space package, uh, you can sign up for that. Uh, real space not included. But, um, you know, we're just super grateful for anybody who might consider it, particularly at a time of year when uh, the the bill comes due. That it does. So always appreciated. But Pete, always free, always available, is talking to you on Twitter. How can people do so? You can find me on Twitter at Peter, P-I-E-T-E-R-J-K-E-T-E-L-A-A-R, 9,600. 55 followers can't be wrong while i'm personally on twitter as looking back lost you can be touching the podcast anytime you like we are fantastic geek fantastic with a p and an h visit fantasticgeek.com email fantasticgeek at gmail.com check us out on twitter and instagram where we are fantastic geek as well but wait pete there's more facebook.com slash fantastic geek with the ph all one word like it today just another place we can have that discussion about our agents in space, 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 space. Pete, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast will be back this weekend to talk episode 501 and 502. Exciting times indeed. With that, I will say adios to all our listeners and give you, Pete, the final word. Ain't you ever seen an Aliens movie?